0: Welcome everyone. This is the DFS bum. All right, Monday night, two game slate here. We'll go through the uh, I guess what we'll call the main slate. I guess for lack of a better term, the two gamer, and then we'll jump over and then kind of look at it, <coughs> excuse me each game individually uh, real quick here. So nice to be back. Was on a little hi- uh, hiatus there with all those tech problems that they had last week with FanDuel. Honestly, wasn't really sure how much I was going to be playing. Uh, that really sucked. And that's, uh, for you guys that follow follow me closely, that's pretty much what I mo- mostly play on. Um, but it seems today that they got their shit back together, and there's no Thursday game. So uh, today was kind of the trial run. So uh, with it being smooth, I guess I'm uh, back in to playing. So, all right. That being said, Let's start off here with the quarterbacks. We've got some nice options. Patrick Mahomes coming in here. $9,000 on Fanduel. He is uh, $7,800 on DraftKings. For the year, been averaging almost 28 points. Last three games, 31 points, 20 points, and 40 points. He's got a great matchup overall going against Buffalo. They have been giving up. Uh, 23rd uh, overall defense, and then 28th when it comes to opposing quarterbacks. So definitely like his potential to have a nice big night there. Um, Then from there, we have Josh Allen. Monster year. He's also been averaging about the same as Mahomes. 27.7 points. Uh, Last game, 18 points, but before that, 25 and 32. Before that, he had start off the year with 35 and 28. Now with him, a little bit tougher matchup overall. The Chiefs have been pretty tough on opposing quarterbacks. They're 10th, defense is 12th overall from a fantasy standpoint. And then we have a guy like Kyle Murray as well. He's coming in here at 8,400, and I'll back up real quick with Allen, 8,600 on DraftKings, and then it's coming in at $700 less, or excuse me, 8,600 on FanDuel, and then coming in at $700 less on DraftKings. Now, with Kyle Murray, he's 8,400 on FanDuel, 1,100 less on DraftKings. He has got overall with Dallas, their defense is almost worse than a league, second to last, 31st overall uh, out of 32 teams there. So you like that. And really, most of the guys as we go through here have got obviously opportunity with Dallas. And then, two, you know, I mean, Andy Dalton, obviously, very experienced quarterback. But if you possibly make the assumption that their offense isn't going to be on the field as much, then obviously that's going to put even more and more pressure on that defense uh, as well. So you like him, uh, 8400 on FanDuel, $1,100 less on DraftKings. Now as far as, in, as, far as uh, individual, they're 20th overall with Dallas going against quarterbacks. And then with Dalton, for him, a little bit tougher matchup. Overall, the defense is 13th. Uh, with Arizona and against opposing quarterbacks, it's 13th, as well there. So, uh, really with Dalton, other than I guess the fact that he's so much cheap, he's only seven thousand on Fanduel, he's twelve hundred less on DraftKings, and then being the contrarian play, there's really probably not a whole lot there, um, to be excited about. But, um, I guess as far as uh some contrarian play, at least he's a guy that's got just a ton of experience. Uh, in the league he's had some real successful years back with the Bengals in the past and of course having guys like Ezekiel Elliott and all the receivers that he has to throw to um, you you do it's not like um, compared to some of these quarterbacks these backups that might uh, are like career journeymen or might not really played that much in the past at least he's a known commodity so it might not be as like a risky risky proposition as it might be uh, in other cases so all right let's go and we'll just jump right into the running backs here. So of course, mentioned Ezekiel Elliott, 9,500 on FanDuel, 1,400 less on DraftKings. Overall, with his matchup going against Arizona again, mentioned they're 13th overall position-wise, 24th for him. So you like that. We have Clyde edwards Hilaire. Um, man, you know, with that Le'Veon Bell deal, I was hoping that uh, he was going to sign elsewhere, and that was more just for my personal. Uh, fantasy football league. I do have Clyde Edwards at Laird. Do not have bell, but bell did sign. Now he's not playing this week. So not going to be relative right now. Um, But I just kind of mentioned that because maybe this is like the last chance that he has for a, uh, a game Uh, matchup wise, 14th positionally going against Buffalo there. So middle of the road, basically when it comes to, to running backs, he's been averaging 13 points for the year. Last three games, 10, 11, and 16. And then uh, price tag, 7,400 on FanDuel. 700 less on DraftKings. And back up with Bell, or I mean, excuse me, with Elliott. Almost 20, averaging almost 20 points for the year. So definitely a lot to like there with uh, those guys. Then we have Devin Singletary. Pretty decent so far. Last week was bad, only four points. But between, before that, 16, 14, 9, and 8. Looks like Zach Moss is back um, for that game. With him, you know, so it's it's harder to say how much he might be involved. Position-wise, uh, as far as his matchup, you do like that. KFC or KFC uh, Kansas is uh, is 25th when it comes to opposing running backs. We have Keon Drake, but averaging about 10 points for the year. Probably a little bit disappointing given how, after that trade, how well he had played with the Cardinals last year. He maybe thought he would really uh, kind of step up. Matchup-wise, you like that. Uh, going against Dallas with him, last game out, he had 13 points. So still still involved. Uh, rushing, touches, 18 carries uh, last week, the 13 and 18, three games ago. You thought would probably get targeted a little bit more. Only two targets last three games. Looks like Chase Edmonds is probably more of the third down back in comparison. He's been targeted 14 times in the last three games. He's been averaging about 10 points. He's coming in at 6,000 on FanDuel, 800 less on DraftKings. So those guys, there's um, some guys uh, basically you could potentially, uh, if you do a lot of mass lineups, maybe you know, make some for every lineup you make with Drake, you could basically make that same lineup with Edmonds as well. There, maybe uh, flip flop those guys out with the idea that uh, one of them is going to have a big game. And hell, last week, if you look at it, 13 and 18 points. And then given the matchup they had this week, it's not maybe out of the question potentially playing together. Um, I don't know how strong of a strategy that would be. Let's see if, uh, for the year here. There's been five games, and I'm working off a draft dashboard. So if you click it, or you take your mouse over this thing where it shows if they're hot or cold, it will go back. Further than five games so let's see here's 13 4 8 11 14 and then 18 13 4 3 and 12 so yeah I guess they've had a couple games especially with like you know if it was a main slate I don't think that would be a wise strategy to obviously play them together but given that's only just two games it might even make you a little bit somewhat contrarian too by doing that so because obviously there's going to be potential to have um, a bigger uh, to have some some ties uh, with it only being two games Zach Moss, uh, what well, he have? Ten points out that first game, then went then got four, and I think he got hurt that second game. So there's a little bit of uh upside there, getting you like the matchup. And then from there, all these other guys um, you know, yelled and and up screwing me in the single game slate last week. Um, when it was all jacked up on FanDuel when I was all said and done with. I played all these like guys with flyers and I had Moss in there because they thought he had practiced in limited basis, and then I just swapped him out for somebody else, and then Yauden came in and got 14 points. Most of it was on a big, long touchdown pass that he'd had, and then he busted like kind of like a little bit bigger run at the very end of the game, kind of sealed the game. But, um, yeah, overall, it's probably really, um, other than Price, it's probably easier for me just to kind of lock on Elliott and Edwards layer. And then you're just kind of working some of these other guys, and me. I guess I shouldn't even say really lock on Edwards Alaire either, because he seems like he's been a little bit down. But Elliott is a guy I definitely, definitely like, uh, particularly with Prescott being hurt. So you imagine they're gonna really try to utilize him the best that they can. All right, receiver wise here, we have DeAndre Hopkins being the top dog. He's coming in at price tag eighty eight hundred on Fandle. 8,200 on Giraffe been averaging almost 18 points for the year. Phenomenal matchup for him going against Dallas. Position-wise, they really, really struggle with receivers, 30th there. So just keep that in mind. Really, any any of these guys with the Cardinals might be potentially great options. You have Tyreek Hill, just been a pretty much touchdown machine. He has targets, 6-6-6-6. Uh, six, 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 Averaging seven targets for the year. Points last three games, 17, 14, and 19. 8,300 on FanDuel, 1,200 less on DraftKings. So uh, matchups better, you know, pretty much a little bit uh, above average for him. Going against Buffalo, they're 18th against opposing wide receivers. And then speaking of Buffalo, we've got Stefan Diggs here. Actually, i us sort these guys by sour here. So, yeah, jumped right over Cooper. So with Amari Cooper... 7,600 on FanDuel. He is 6,800 on DraftKings. A little bit tougher matchup for him. Arizona is fifth against opposing receivers. So with Cooper, I guess with him, yeah, really just, I guess to some degree, it might be a little bit um, tough just to get on board with those guys. If you look at his targets, 12, 60, and then all of a sudden it went down to four last week. Points, 13, 27, and three for the year before that really cooper huh yeah i guess to start off the year 13 13 13 27 and then three so i don't know you know again it's with andy dalton and uh dalton is at aj green over the years so he knows that i think taken amongst uh, all the other guys that he's played with remember back like when marvin jones used to play there so so you know i don't know um yeah, I mean, he's obviously got up having some lineups. I'm just kind of more curious how, how potent he will be for the rest of the year. All right, so we have Stefan Diggs coming in here at 7,100 on FanDuel, 500 less on DraftKings, been averaging 16 points for the year. Another tough matchup for him uh, with KC. They're six against opposing receivers. And then from there, we go to guys like CeeDee Lamb, been averaging about 14 points this year. Targets, eight targets a game, coming off a 16-point game before that 23. So definitely like his potential. John Brown is questionable, but looks like he's probably leaning towards playing. Just keep an eye out on that. He's been averaging almost 10 points for the year. Last week, I don't think he had played at all. I think, yeah, he was the last minute, if I remember correctly. Uh, But before that, um, I guess he's kind of like, yeah, a little bit up and down. Let's go for the year. So, I don't think he played last week. They had six points. They didn't play. In that game, I did see he was targeted a couple times. And then uh, 16 and 16. So he's obviously he's got the potential to bust out a big play. But if you do like a cash lineup, I don't know if I would really even mess with him. Uh, you know, probably more of that, like, you know, for someone like me that's playing in a GPP is going to be doing a lot of different entries. Uh, Gallup had a few big games uh, a game back, a big game three games ago. But uh, last couple games, nine and four for the year, about five and a half targets. Again, tougher matchup with there. Fifty-seven hundred FanDuel, five grand on DraftKings. Not super excited about it. Probably a good look like, like in theory, guy like Christian Kirk with the better matchup. He's coming in. He's hundred dollars less on FanDuel, 900, le- uh, 900 cheaper uh, on his price on DraftKings. So he's going to be forty-seven hundred on there. So, this guy coming off 10 points and 9 points. Targets 7 and 5. You really like the matchup there. McCole Hardman, another guy here. Capable of having a big game. Um, Really, any of the guys on there, like Demarcus Robinson as well. So, he's only 5,400 on FanDuel. 4,400 on DraftKings. Cedric Wilson, I'm not really sure about with him. Huh, Interesting. His targets last couple games four six and seven points nine five and 25 kind of would write him off really being the fourth receiver for Dallas but hmm. another tool you can see over here is how often that they're on there for the field and snaps and then how what their usage rate is so he's only on the field for 17% of the plays, but it when he is on there he's targeted or has a usage rate of 28%, which is pretty darn good. Huh, interesting. All right, so Cole Beasley here is 5,200 on FanDuel, 4,800 on DraftKings. He's been averaging almost 10 points for the year. I think he's just a good solid slot guy. Points, 8, 11, and 13. Target, 6, 4, and 7. He's on the field, 57% of the plays. Yeah, same thing to Demarcus Robinson. Only 5,200 also. 1,900 less on DraftKings, so really cheap there. And uh, he's a guy... Yeah, he's out there 56% of the snaps. And uh, you know, with that offense, it just takes one play. Pretty solid matchup for him. Oh, Larry Fitzgerald, forty nine hundred on FanDuel, thirty nine hundred on DraftKings. Still playing out there, eighty-three percent of the snaps. He's not as you you know, not involved too much, only eight percent of the time, but you just like the matchup and the fact that he's out on the field. Gabriel Davis is another guy. He's out there sixty-four percent. So Despite it being two games, there's some pretty decent uh, guys down here. Um, outside of this, now we start to maybe get a little bit uh, thin pickings a little bit, but, um, but I think that above that, there's uh, some nice matchups to work out of. Um, and it'll be interesting to see because the guys, of course, that we would gravitate towards do have a tougher matchup. You know, who's gonna, uh, you know, is any, any of those guys, are they gonna have a good game? Uh, will they defy the odds and all have good games? Probably not with at least one of them. Yeah, i probably see it, particularly between Cooper and C.D. Lamb. I would still imagine. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, they got to throw the ball to somebody, especially if they get behind. That's the only thing. I don't know if there's potential for a blowout there or not, but you could potentially see that. Um, so anyhow, let's just take it over to the tight ends here. So we've got uh, Kelsey. Coming in here, 7,900 on FanDuel, 700 less on DraftKings, 7,200 there. Phenomenal matchup for him. Buffalo really struggles with tight ends. They're 30th. So you definitely like his potential. And then from there, it's really all these other guys are going to probably be a little bit more hit and miss. Dalton Schultz, um, I can't remember the one guy, but he had gotten hurt. Their uh, other tight end got hurt back what, a couple games ago. He's out for the year. So since then, he did have 15 points two games ago uh, on eight targets. I don't know. You know, with something there, especially Travis Kelsey is expensive, and obviously you can't have all the expensive guys in the lineup. So if you did want to buy down, Schultz would, I'm sure, be good as any. Uh, let me sort of by uh salary here. So, yeah, I mean, compared to this Gilliam with Buffalo. Um, you have Croft with Buffalo. He had 16 points three games ago, but didn't do crap the last game. There's Dan Arnold. You know, I mean, there's really outside of this. uh, It's almost like a two-trick pony, I suppose, at tight end. Um, With Schultz being a little bit more of your uh, economic play. But I will say this, though, and this is where it gets squirrely. Between, like, Croft, there's Gilliam, uh, Arnold there will probably be one of those guys but I wouldn't be surprised uh, maybe they sneak in a touchdown or they get like you know 50 or 60 yard maybe a play it's not gonna really take a whole lot um, for one of those guys to maybe sneak in there there just seems to be like a common thing I see on these two game slates um, when it comes to like the tight ends that you might see like a kind of a you can get value a little maybe a little bit easier to get value out of that position If the main guy doesn't go off compared to other positions, I guess is ultimately what I'm trying to say. All right, and then defense wise, you know, probably just don't make the correlation with whoever your main guys are on offense. Um, You know, you're not going to want, like, probably not going to want Patrick Mahomes going against the Buffalo defense. When it comes to pricing of them, we have Cardinals. Actually, let's sort by. uh... So we have Chiefs. Here at 4,500 on FanDuel, they're 2,000 less on DraftKings. And then the Cardinals at 4,100 on FanDuel, 1,100 less on DraftKings. You have the Bills at 3,800 on FanDuel. They're coming, 1,200 less on DraftKings. And then you got the Cowboys at 3,700 on FanDuel, 900 less on DraftKings. So with that, normally Buffalo would you know, look like to appear to have the um, the worst match up there and uh yeah you know out of this group yeah i mean probably cardinals probably like kind of your middle of the road uh things especially with Dak being out probably good as any right um and like i say you know dax or i mean um uh dalton's probably a guy like i'm sure me doing 150 lines especially there's two tournaments uh probably in the bigger one i'll probably throw him in there with the idea that uh, he was going to be less likely for him to be in those lineups and try to take down like the bigger money. And then in the smaller tournament, probably build the more likely guys. So overall, if you are a GPP player, that's not a bad strategy to have at times. So, all right. Um, yeah, let's just go in here and we'll just kind of look at the single games real quick. I'm going to spend too much time on it. Um, more just kind of talking about the MVPs uh, here. So the first game, Casey and Buffalo. Obviously, Mahomes is a guy you like his matchup. Uh that's just that's just obviously it's a great matchup for him. You do have Josh Allen, tougher matchup. I could see both of those guys in the single game slates, and then from there, um and you could actually just probably leave it at that to some degree on FanDuel. Now on DraftKings, that's maybe guys like Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs. Um again, those quarterbacks. Um, I would probably consider them. I did see an article that was written, and it mentioned that 28% of the time on DraftKings, the winning lineup has two quarterbacks in it. So something to think of there if you're going to play the odds. And obviously we've got two of uh, the best quarterbacks in the league um, as far as uh, just overall and I guess as far as their fantasy production. So those are guys. And then from there, if you were to build it out any more, um, maybe Diggs would be like a dark horse guy or a guy in DraftKings with him being cheaper and having to keep in that uh, multiplier, the salary multiplier in consideration. And of course, Kelsey and Ty- Tyree Hill. So, all right, then let's just look at here real quick. Arizona. And uh, Cowboys. Kyler Murray averaging 27 points for the year. Good, solid matchup for him so he I think is going to be my uh one of my favorites and then Ezekiel Elliott and then you've got like guys like DeAndre Hopkins here too just a phenomenal matchup for him so I think that's probably a pretty decent place to go off of if you want to expand it out a little bit more um you know like Amari Cooper um might be a guy Andy Dalton one and like if there's I don't know if they've got two different tournaments posted right now for that one, but probably what I will do in that one is I will probably have a little bit more exposure to Andy Dalton this compared to that uh, the main slate that I mentioned, the two gamer, and uh, probably they throw him into some MVP spots. He's obviously got a tougher matchup than Kyle Murray, but the idea is that he's probably going to be in the MVP, um, less likely for ties. And that the idea here is that he's going to really spread the ball around between Cooper and like C.D. Lamb and Gallup and uh, the other guys that we were talking about earlier there. And then if you wanted to go more on DraftKings and then possibly take guys like Lamb or Cooper, throw it into that MVP spot, I think that would be potentially like a, like a smart move or smart play into there. So anyhow, um, yeah, that is it uh, for today. So far I've been doing uh doing pretty good. Got first place going. And uh there it's not the it's actually in two different ones, so it's about eight grand total. So we'll see if it holds up here for this second half. But uh this is the Sunday night game going on right now. So anyhow, guys, I hope you go out and kick some ass tonight. And I forgot to mention too, I'm working off the draft dashboard here. If you ever wanted to try this thing out, you can go in the video description there or the show notes as they call it and there's a link there and you can try it just for a buck for a month so it's one of my favorite research tools a ton of information right here at your fingertips so all right guys go out and kick some ass and i'll see you guys thursday peace out